Shark. Yeah, Mimi, don't get eaten by a shark. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Spooky Tuesday, a weekly podcast where we're breaking down all of our favorite slashers, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. I'm Sydney Thompson. I'm Monica Height. And I'm Chelsea Duff. And this week we are talking about 47 meters down, uncaged. Uncaged. Because um, it's shark two weeks, baby. Shark two weeks. Sharky two weeks. Sharky two's weeks. <laughs> There's been similar. some debate about what it's called, um, but I think any of the three will do. That said, um, this is our second shark two weeks, sharky two's week installment. Um and, you know, some people had some wrong feelings about the first one, um, oh. which is to mm. say that I also had some wrong feelings about the first one. It's not a fun movie. It's just the ending that I love so much. And what I will say is that this film, I feel directly answered all of the critiques Sydney had of the first one. Um, did you guys enjoy your experience when we watched it together yesterday? Would you say it was better than the first 47 Meters Down? Certainly, Chelsea. Certainly. <laughs> Why is Bugs Bunny on here? I just agree. Um, it definitely was way better, but that could have been the, the fact that we were all together for the first time and watching a horror movie like this one with jump scares in it is so much more beautiful and delicious when you're with your pals, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything that the first one everything that it did not give me this one gave me there was more sharks I'm saying there was like growth in a relationship with sisters which you know like who knew I wanted that out of a shark movie but I did (laughs) and I do (laughs) although I would like to say right off the bat um while this movie does technically carry on the premise of sisters, which apparently is a hallmark of the 47 meters down franchise. It truly. Um, is. I would I would say, first of all, off the bat, uh, the through lines here, because it's not the 47 meters down part of it. Um, the through no. lines for the 47 meters down franchise are um opening with an extended underwater montage into an abstractly shot underwater pool scene. Um <laughs> sisters. Um, underwater shots lit by a blinking or blaring red light. Mm-hmm. Um, sharks. Mm, sharks. Sharks, for sure. For sure, sharks. Uh-huh. Uh, they, you, they've got some of the same elements. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. One the of my face biggest... masks. Oh, yeah. The face the, masks oh, that oh, yeah. show off your beautiful face. Your beautiful eyelashes, perfectly curled. <laughs> um, in, this, in this case, the faces of nepotism hires Nickelodeon stars, according to Chelsea here. Oh, yeah. We've That's got a really lot of the children of people that you care about. Uh, and not a lot of people that you care about. <laughs> I care about literally every one of these little characters. Okay, how dare you? I'm so sorry. I mean... One thing I will say though, I'm, I'm, I'm very upset 
that I was never told how many meters down they were during this mm. film. It's uh, something that yes. I came to expect um, as something just to guide me and make me sure. feel safe. And at no point did I know how many meters down. And but I think it was but a don't you think that it would me. have been um, a worse movie if it were called, you know, like six meters down uncaged? I no, don't think I they're very underwater. The name. That's not what I'm asking for. I they needed to keep the same title for the they brand continuity. Say how but far down the they were film, though. In the during the film, they should have been like, oh, and yes, we're we're 20 meters down. My gauge. <laughs> no, I think it just like they had to be only a few meters down. They really would just were not that underwater. Um, and I, I don't think you can be in a 47 meters down movie and then be like, oh, we're seven meters down. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, no, I just don't think it has true. that same punch. Um, that said, they did originally call the sequel when it was in development 48 meters down. Um, and that would have been hilarious if that <laughs> ended up being like the final 10 meters the down. <laughs> um, and they also got, there is some other name that I had in my notes. Um, oh, it was like 47 meters down the next chapter, which is also hilarious because it implies a certain continuity that just simply does not exist. Yeah. Um, Mandy Moore's never going in the ocean again after the yeah. last one. That's for and sure. Kate, honestly, after Katie, filming that she's movie, dead. <laughs> yeah, Mandy Moore, I'm sure, was like, I will literally never go in water again. Like, you made me film in broccoli soup for two months, and it's just not happening. Mm. Um, but if you haven't seen this movie, um, just a quick summary for you. You should immediately go watch it because it is a blast, unlike the last one, which I said was a blast, which is it's not uh, a, a stretch. That was not a blast. This not was a blast. A blast. This is a blast. Um, it's about four girls also in Mexico, <laughs> but um, that's another one of the through lines. Oh yes, yes. Mexico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, four teenage girls in Mexico. Two of them are stepsisters, perhaps somewhat newly. It's not clear when. Uh, Mia's dad and Sasha's mom got married. Maybe they're just living in the together for the first time in Mexico. Who knows? Um, but they've got a strained relationship. And then Sasha has two lovely friends, Nicole and Alexa. And Alexa, I guess, has been seeing this boy, Ben, one of Mia's dad's assistants in the underwater Mayan temple cave system, um, you know, just casually. Um, and, and so she knows all about this cave system. And they go in. But lo and behold, something goes wrong. Oh, no, the caves start collapsing around them. And all of a sudden, they're trapped underwater in these caves with some blind ass sharks. Blind and, ass yeah. sharks. Also, you can imagine Chelsea. where it goes from there. Oh, Chelsea. did I miss something important? No, no, that was just the most in depth and tense. <laughs> Let me sum oh, it yeah. up. Here's a five minute summary. <laughs> Here's a five minute to summary. Fair, I was like, excuse I think me, I'm looking. <laughs> at imdb right now and that's not what it says so they're what- wrong uh, fine read it sisters read what diving says. in a ruined underground city excuse me underwater city quickly learned they've entered the territory of the deadliest shark species in the claustrophobic labyrinth of submerged cage like okay yours was really good but you didn't have that same oomph you know okay here's Gotta the bring thing the drama, I, would li- no, I, would li- I have a bone to pick with that summary which is the deadliest species of shark in this underwater cave. It is the only species of shark in this underwater cave. It is also it, the but least it's deadly species. But it's the deadliest. <laughs> the least deadly species in this underwater cage. 
No, there's no cage, Chelsea. It's uncaged. <laughs> Come on. You know what I meant. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do the it. The whole movie is uncaged. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I anyway. love that uncaged is just a student. A pseudonym, no, synonym is what we're trying to go for, for unhinged because this movie is fucking unhinged. It's yeah, insane. and I loved it. And we watched it. We've, we said this last episode, but this movie started the spooky crew that spawned Spooky Tuesday. So it's very important to us. But Sydney had never seen it. So we saw it all together last night. And like, have I screamed that much in the last calendar year? No. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was no. so scared. <laughs> and now it begs the question, do I only get that scared performatively in front of my friends? Maybe. <laughs> but also it was like fucking terrifying. Yeah, there's a different energy when you're around people watching a scary movie. I think just also like scientifically in your brain, blah, blah, blah. I have to have not researched this, but here's my hypothesis. Um, when you're watching a scary movie alone, Sometimes on some level, it's scary because you're alone and there's no one there to help you in case there really is a ghost or whatever in your arena. (laughs) Um, But when you're watching a scary movie with a friend, it's more exciting because there's like unknown elements in the space. Like it might just be your friend, but something might move in the corner of your eye and you don't know what it is because there's all of these other elements around you. You know what I mean? Like it changes the atmosphere. Or like no one else is as scared as Manu and Manu scares everybody else because she freaks out so bad. Shout out to Manu. (laughs) Or Monica's boyfriend, Adam, watched this movie with us as well. And he was like up and pacing about. (laughs) He was just like very stressed. He could not even sit down for it. It's just a nonstop horror show. You know what I mean? It's just, there's definitely, it's all about the jump scares and there's so many of them. And honestly, like some people hate on jump scares. I fucking love them. If they're done well. What I else are you going to do in a shark movie? That's oh, the yeah. point of a shark movie. It a could psychological be a psychological shark thriller. <laughs> and did we watch that last time? Didn't we watch that last time and you hated it? I yeah, hated, I hated it. it. Okay, but can we talk about the shark in this movie? Because the shark, there are at least three. Sh- well, here's That's the thing. A spoiler, there's, Monica. Oh, I dare you. Yeah, Monica, we were trying to say I'm so that. sorry. I redact. I redact. I redact. Redacted. Redacted. So, you know, we learn vaguely early on when they're underwater because they're like looking, they're swimming in this ancient temple and they see this see through fish and they're just like, look at this fish. It's been down in the dark for so long that it has no eyeballs. It is adapted. <laughs> it is blind. And they're like, it's never even seen a human. And then this fish turns around and screams. And when I mean like screams, I mean, this fish is like full blown Wah! underwater. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote I down the subtitle from that moment because it made <laughs> me laugh so hard. Um, it's just screeching. And then it has a little break like uh the open god I don't know what they're called I'm not a coder I just was on Neopets for a long time um those the little arrow brackets 
Um, and then it's got the BR in there because it's a, a line in the code that was meant to be a break in the subtitles, but the breaks are just in there the whole time. Um, but it's screeching and then Nicole screams. And so you just oh, have the fish I screaming it gonna... as its own subtitle. It's beautiful. I thought you were going to reveal what the fish's name was. I was like really <laughs> excited for that. That would be so incredible. There are some <laughs> truly, truly artistic subtitles in this movie like one later on is um sound of carl putting down his welding torch and that's like the subtitle for that moment which is just you know another film would have been like clank this film <laughs> sound of carl putting down his welding torch it's just it's so descriptive you know Very what i mean i think it brings a lot to the moment during the like blub blubs as they're they're swimming around it says swimming sounds and i'm like okay <laughs> You yeah. get a lot of uh, Mia breathing frantically in this movie, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can really do is breathe <laughs> frantically. These bitches don't even have flippers. Because, like, the whole fucking concept of this movie is that, like, what what is what are their fucking names? Sasha, Sasha and Mia. Sasha, Mia, Nicole, and Alexa. Yeah, Sasha and Mia are step-siblings that can't stand each other. Uh, glad to see that BB's on the pod. Uh, and uh, their dad wants their hot dad, who is a scuba diver, ocean archaeologist. It's not sure what he does. I don't think he's the archaeologist. I think he's just like the cave dive guy. Cave dive guy. His name's Grant. Underwater construction man. He's like, I'm going <laughs> to make you guys bond. By sending you out on a glass bottom shark boat to go look at sharks. And they're like, fucking fine. We'll be friends. But then cool girls, Alexa and Nicole, a.k.a. Sasha's friends. Mia has no friends, to be clear. Everyone hates her and they push her in the <laughs> pool. Um, don't know why. They do like a hate fine her. Friend. They hate her. There's, they hate her. Don't know why. They're like, don't be a dumb idiot who goes on a boat like a tourist. If someone was like, if you do that, you're a tourist, I would do whatever they said to um, because no one likes to be called a tourist, even though we all are tourists at some point. You know what I mean? But Alexa and Nicole, they're like, Sasha, your clout's going to go down. Come with me right now. And so Sasha and Mia go through the jungle and find a diving hole into the Mayan temple. And they have never scuba before and decide to go scuba diving without fins. Without a lead line, without anything. And they jump into a watering hole with their shoes on wearing jeans. So a lot of mistakes from the get-go here. A lot of mistakes. But here's the thing, too. Uh, maybe the whole point of this movie is for these girls to have their shot at getting on wiki feet again. <laughs> oh, God, no, but... no. Another through line from the no. original. I won't Sharky, do this again. I can't Sharky go down this road. two weeks is not about feet pics. <laughs> it is, yeah, Just it's not Sharky two feet, Sydney. Sydney. Maybe now it's... Now it is. It's now not. It is. It's it not. I'm, I've straight up never. I straight nope. up have never. I never looked at their feet throughout this entire time. This entire same movie. here. Okay, There's first no... of all, Sydney shot down my vote. Um, so I would like to vote on if we can vote on this. I say yes. I, Monica. I I vote that we can vote. Sydney outvoted. Um, <laughs> we're gonna vote no. on whether this is a foot podcast now. Uh, no. I say nay. Because we yeah. are now in the same city as each other for like the second time recording, oh and I God. can physically fight both of you now. Oh God, yeah, she's literally in the other room, so she could come fight me right now. She's Although holding I'm my safe, dog right so. now. She could kill BB. 
She's holding BB ransom. Anyway, we're just going to casually move away from the foot topic and try not to upset her. Um, she lost the anyway. Boat, so. <laughs> um, but I mean, when you're hanging out with Alexa and Nicole, who are both hot, and one of them is Sylvester Stallone's daughter in real life, you kind of, it's like, it's hard to say no. You know what I mean? Like, I would be effectively peer pressured by them. Oh, yeah. I mean, Rose Stallone told me what to do. I'll do whatever you want. (laughs) Sistine Rose Stallone. Her name is very bossy, very commandeering. And she's a baby in this film. But do you know what? Give her a few years and I would find that very compelling. I'm a full adult. And if this child told me what to do, I would have to do it. She's bossy for sure. Regardless, it would be hard to defy her as like, even Her dad even could buy me a real no no even the character of Nicole you know what I mean like a 16 year old looking at me in the face and being mean and I'm almost a 29 year old woman I would probably listen I'd probably listen look yeah. at the way I tried to do a vote against Sydney and it I had to try and sneak it in there you know what I mean before she could <laughs> say no to my to my vote system I know but you still got in there but yeah, if I that did, was then 16? she still didn't, didn't even count that she would fight us if that was Sistine though you would have shut the fuck up you know Listen, I would. It's hard. Thing to talk, okay? <laughs> it's hard. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie again is a movie with two minutes of plot development, and then or not plot development, character development, and then <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a so lot much of plot, plot in development. This movie, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, what defines plot? <laughs> there's a lot of swimming around. Um, and I will say, okay, beautiful setting for this film. Set design, okay, gorgeous. yes, incredible. Um, I've mentioned on a couple different episodes that I'm obsessed with um, ruins, abandoned places, um, and underwater ruins and abandoned places is like really the one for me. And so this movie is um, iconic in that sense, even though it looks like a screenslaver slash video game um, pretty much a lot of the time. Um, but I just, you know, one of the things we talked about in the first movie was that this would never happen to us because I would never go in a, a shark cage like that. Um, if you told me that I could scuba dive in an underwater city, I would go. Unfortunately, yeah, no, I okay. would go. I would I try would not all to. all these things. Yeah, I would try not to um, confront any scary fish and then get scared myself and then knock over the whole temple. You know what I mean? But uh, who knows what's going to happen underwater? So, frankly, you know. Don't fuck with the medieval fish. Medieval fish. <laughs> medieval fish now, apparently. So, what- fish from the 1400s. We, we do not know how long this fish has been down here. They do never give us a full. Evolution clearly works differently within the confines of this universe. Uh, that fish could be 700 years old. You know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. It could be, it could be. And in my mind, it is probably (laughs) like, it's just, there's so many questions that I have, you know, cause I'm just Mm -hmm. like, okay, Alexa, a babe, cool, great eyebrows. I also would trust her. She doesn't have the same like fear mongering power that Nicole has, AKA Sistine Stallone. I want to say her name all the time. Sistine Stallone, Sistine Stallone. Oh my God. Sistine, like the Sistine Chapel. That's insane. Anyway, um, she looks exactly like her dad also. Just absolutely exactly <laughs> like him. Wait, okay, wait. Who's the other one who is a nepotism hire here? Is it uh, Corinne? Corinne Fox plays Sasha and that's Jamie Fox's daughter. Yeah. 
Nice. I love it. This cast is fantastic. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's great. <laughs> uh, like, but this like movie is great because the casts are more unknown and mm-hmm. because we all know their nepotism hires. Like it just makes the bad movie even better. There's actually it's interesting that we're showing this movie right now because there's like such a conversation like at this moment these last few days happening about nepotism in Hollywood after Ben Stiller was like Hollywood ultimately is a meritocracy even though he's literally a nepotism hire. Um and the thing is just like how's he a nepotism hire? I just his don't dad know. Is Jerry oh, his Stiller. Dad. Who's um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's very famous. Okay. Very, very famous. Well, good for and, Jerry and Stiller, also, but bad. Specifically a famous comedian. So oh, you know. in like a lot of movies with Ben Stiller. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'll look into that later on. Anyway. His mom, I'm pretty sure, was also a comedian, but I I don't know her name. It's and it's Anne Mira, but like I I don't know who she is. Um, but anyway, so he started this conversation lately, and it's like been happening a lot. And like ultimately, you know, Hollywood is nepotism in the same way that any other industry is all about connections and and who you know and like maybe Hollywood more than most because so much of the movies themselves are advertising and marketing and there's like a lot of free advertising and marketing when you hire someone who is a familiar face even if it's Mm. because they're related to someone who's a familiar face like Jamie Lee Curtis has talked about this in terms of her casting for the first Halloween movie. She's like, I was a relatively un- unknown actress. Like it was totally new. Um, and I was up against another actress who was slightly more experienced than I was, but ultimately my mom was in Psycho and that's more interesting branding, marketing for the movie than whoever the other girl was. So mm. ultimately like she still killed it. You know what I mean? In the movie, it's still yeah. incredible. It's still her acting but she knows how she got her foot in the door. And so my thing about this movie is, yes, it's Nickelodeon stars. Yes, it is nepotism, but do they not kill it? Do they not kill it? Can you imagine anybody else in these roles? No, if you put a a named familiar actress in that role, it would be terrible. It wouldn't be terrible. Maybe they would be great, but it would would not be the movie that it is. You know what I mean? Let me tell you right now that having Mandy Moore in the first one didn't save it. So not having these girls wouldn't have made it better. You know what I mean? It's the same type general idea. (laughs) I loved them. I loved them. And it added a little bit of hilarity to me in an already pretty funny movie. And that's why I like this movie so much because yeah, it's scary. And yeah, I screamed and yeah. Adam paced around because he was so upset. And yeah, Manu ran to the bathroom because she was so scared. Like, it's scary, but it's mostly hilarious. Like, it's mostly a comedy. And that's why I like it. Like, had a good time while I was screaming my ass off and hurting my vocal cords. Right, because, like, you're also making fun of how stupid these girls actually are. No! Yes, all of them are so fucking dumb. And that's why (laughs) they're so dumb. All of them. Every single one. Oh, they're all great. They're all, okay. Chelsea, we can be critical on a review podcast. <laughs> I would adopt all four of them. That's fine. Well, you open your home. My doors. Idiots. <laughs> open your home. My doors are closed. <laughs> um, I but mean, I, you know, I hate like them. idiots sometimes. Yes. But are they idiots? No. How dare you? No, they're just <laughs> bad my daughters. It's like bad girls gone wrong, you know? They're like, oh, we're so cool. Bad girls gone wrong. 
It is. It is. They're like, we're bad girls. We we go and we break and enter into a Mayan temple. We steal these very expensive uh, equipment so we can have a fun little romp, <laughs> not 47 meters down, but a certain amount of meters down. And then they are just so wholly unprepared. They're so sure of themselves because they're bad girls and they can get away with this stuff usually, but they're so wholly unprepared. You need flippers. I'm sorry. You need flippers. You need a freaking guideline. Like how many times has Alexa been down there that she thinks that she can navigate this fucking cave well, system? But they were only going to go into the first cave. And so there would be clearly just the one entrance and exit. They know where it is. It's not going anywhere. If they hadn't knocked over the whole thing, they would have been just though, man. They would have been cherry. Because there's so many different like outlets, right, of this this room. And in, in the room, there's a circular like statue of like faceless men holding hands or women, but they don't have any tits. So faceless humanoids holding hands. It's very cool. It's epic, but it's a circle, you know, so it's very easy to get discombobulated in in that circle you know what i mean if there's other outlets to it which they don't know and then i mean they do get discompopulated right away you know what i mean because was it mia booty bops a statue and destroys thousands of years of ancient no, it was, it was nicole. nicole nicole i'm so sorry look yeah, I'm so i have sorry. a vigorous defense of nicole i will be mounting later on um i i won't do it right now i will just say to me the the big idiot moment um other than wiggling your finger at a, a 700 year old ancient fish with sharp knife teeth and medieval fish, um, yeah. is is that they really thought that they could well first um that they were like no one's gonna know we went in and it's like babes you're using the oxygen tanks like they're gonna be empty yeah. afterwards yeah um and then the second one is thinking that you could i i genuinely think if they had just gone in the first cave and then gone back out, things would have been fine. The mistake is thinking that Nicole would listen. The mistake <sighs> is thinking that Nicole would listen. Of course, Nicole is not going to yeah. just go in the first cave, look around. Mia would go in the first cave, look around, turn back. Sasha would do that. Alexa would do that. She's guiding this little tour. Nicole, that was never going to be the case for Nicole. And you guys should have known that. You guys should have known. Agreed. Also, it, it's Sistine Stallone. She's never going to listen. Um, exactly. And <laughs> And also, like, you see something spooky in the cave where you don't have flippers. I'm going to go back to this multiple times. The flippers are crucial. You don't go anywhere with that much weight on your back without fucking flippers, man. Um, But, like, she sees something spooky and she's like, I will go towards the spooky thing into the darkness all alone. Nicole, really your shit in. Right? Because, like, it's a lot more brighter in the movie because like they have all the movie lights and stuff on but like in the real life you know that's probably like a super dark cave <laughs> well yes caves are dark but in the movie it's well lit because they are excavating and stuff so there's like ex- there are lights that they turn on under there yeah oh, so God. i think it's realistic <laughs> but i gotta say i mean the number one 
thing here is that like you always know when the scares are going to come, but they still fuck you right in the face. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm so sorry. That was graphic. Um, but it's true. <laughs> they still face fuck you. Okay. No, they don't. They do. Because like do. I, the scary fish just screamed at me. Like the scary fish without a face just screamed in my face. Didn't know fish could scream, but it did scared as shit and then immediately afterwards a giant fucking shark comes by and I still equally just absolutely destroyed like there's enough dead space in the background where you know that the shark's gonna come you know you can see how a jump scare works like if it's framed a certain way you know it's coming we've come on everyone we watch horror movies we know what they do and they do it well sometimes and they do it well every time in this movie it's <laughs> just like it's true they do i'm like, <laughs> like how how am i still so scared when i'm like oh it's coming and i've seen this before and i know it's coming and then i still scream bloody murder every time like that's a great movie you know yeah, uh, i um didn't fully rewatch it after we watched it yesterday I, obviously none of us took notes we just vibed yesterday <laughs> oh, um yeah. but i i did rewatch some of it today um, on like one and a half speed, just so I could like revisit it a little, read some articles about it because I wanted a marine biologist to take. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> can you imagine for this movie? Although I did get a, I did read an article with a marine biologist take, so I will be <laughs> providing that information. Well, I really um, can't wait to hear what they had to say. Um, but, but even in that moment, even like with the pacing of the film being off, because I was watching it at not its correct speed, um, even like flipping through to find certain scenes, like moments would, would pop up and scare me. And, 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 and it's like, they just do them really well. They do them really well every yeah. single time. Um, the fish screaming truly the way that I saw this in theaters and it was insane. You know what I mean? Like this is exactly the kind of movie you want to watch on a big screen with other people around. It just um, is such a shared communal experience yeah. to watch a jump scare. It really it's, it's so, it's together, so beautiful when you, you have know? someone around you that you can like dig your claws into when you see mm -hmm. a jump scare. Yes. Chelsea and I hold hands for a lot of it. <laughs> a well done jump scare. Uh, Monica has this thing where she's always like, I've watched a movie, but I don't remember anything about this movie whatsoever. And I was sitting with Monica and like there was parts of this movie and she's just like, oh my God, I have remembered every single instance in this thing. Well, yeah. And she would brace, she would like attempt to brace herself like with my hand and then be like, no, it'll give away the jump scare. I can't do that. She no, held my hand for part of it because I was already spoiled. I just thought well, she was maybe having a seizure or something because she was <laughs> glitching. I was glitching a lot, but like <laughs> specifically when, so the girls are all like, okay, basically they see the fish, the fish screams at them. They're scared. They booty bop everything. Sharks, craziness, everything goes wrong. They're silt in the water. I was like, the silt would dissipate much faster than that. But Chelsea was like, there's no current, you know? And that's true. There's probably no current. I don't know. Maybe it's stagnant water. Disgusting. I don't want to think about that. Mosquitoes. Uh, ancient medieval mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they could give you the plague. That's not good. Um, a horror movie of its own. Nobody write that. <laughs> that's Chelsea's idea. Um, but like then they find one of the dudes, one of the cutie boys who I don't know which one was dating what, but one of them was dating it's one ben, of them. The one who showed Alexa the caves. Oh, okay. Yeah. They find Ben and like, 
you know, you're like, oh, there's someone there who knows what the fuck they're doing. He's wearing <gasps> flippers. Wow. Like maybe he can help them. Um, but he just immediately, of course, gets murked. Duh. Of course he gets murked. Of course he gets murked. Um, and that's when I they see the shark for the first time and they're like, a shark here on the underwater where we can't see anything and things have toppled down around us. And then they try to go to the exit and the shark is just ruthless and it is so aggressive trying to get after them i mean you can imagine it's 700 years old just like the fish it's been under there forever it's hungry. probably very hungry how you many know what i mean it's been 300 years under. since its last meal um and it's really going after them aggressively to the point where it uh you know how stone works water erodes stone over time that's how you get sand and all kinds of other stuff um and you know the structural system of the cave is just not strong enough to support a shark attacking at full force and so the entrance that they were going to use that they would have been able to safely escape from were it not for this shark crumbled crumbled and they were trapped absolutely crumbled luckily they found an air pocket but you know before Ben is maybe his name or unknown man number one. No, it, uh, it's Ben because later it's sound of Carl putting down his welding torch. I know. I, know. Yeah. I was just joking around. Um, but like you see Ben and he's framed like, okay, well, I, I was going to do it. <laughs> and he's framed with all this dead space behind him. And you're like, okay, I know what's going to happen. So I literally had my hand just hovering over Sydney's arm, just <laughs> hovering there the whole time when they were talking. And I was like, Monica, 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 put it back down, put it back down, put it back down, put it back down. Because I didn't want her to notice, but she didn't. And then I grabbed the shit out of her. I hope it didn't bruise you. You're fine. I'd like that. I kept it together, though, later on. I got it together later on. I sat on my hands for a while. I put my, I did the classic, like, um, make a move on you dude thing where, you know, you yawn, you're like, oh, put your arms up and then put your arms around the shoulder of the babe next to you. Did that to my girls. It was great. Gorgeous. <laughs> Gorgeous. But yeah, I mean, they're pretty much fucked from the get go. Right. Cause like, what do you yeah. do? You're stuck. You have no idea what this cage system is cage cave there's no cage it's, it's no cage it's uncaged. it's uncaged how could i oh my god um they've got no flippers as i've said many times <laughs> and they're breathing medieval air at this point because they find an air pocket and it's probably got the poopiest air that anyone's ever breathed they literally are like this air tastes bad i'm like yeah honey that air is just filled with like shark farts. Like that's the only way that that's being <laughs> nothing but shark farts. And like medieval fish farts. And that's not good either. Yeah, I just think um, the thing about this movie, the thing about the last movie, 47 meters down, colon, caged, um, is that <laughs> the it's last- like parentheses caged, do you parentheses know? Cage. It's a, and it's an implied cage, yeah, if you it's will. Implied, yeah, um, a metaphorical cage. A, a metaphorical cage that is also a literal cage, but it's, it's not perhaps literally in the title if you're going to be a, like, I it have, been, what's the word? Are you okay? Literal? <laughs> no. <laughs> As if you're going to be it would have been too on the nose if the first one had been called Cage, Cage. You know, and the second one was called <laughs> They said, we know that this is going to perform. There yeah. will have to be a second one that is uncaged, so we will specify that this is the caged one. Um, the word I was looking for is stickler. 
technically it is not in the film's title if you're going to be a stickler about it uh, is what I would have said if my brain had provided me with that word in that space it's not Um, even being a stickler it's just not in the name (laughs) (laughs) it's basically in the name all right Anyway, in 47 Meters Down Cage, um, obviously the fun part, or if you're Sydney, I guess the not fun part, is the last like 20 minutes or so when all of the action really gets going um, because there are so many like long pauses in between it in that movie, which is great for the atmosphere of like being claustrophobic, being scared. You don't know what's going to happen. It's it's like sometimes it can be really effective to have a horror movie that exists just like in one enclosed space. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but then the, the last 20 minutes are like such a completely different tone. Um, and the thing is that the tone of that last 20 minutes is the, the entire movie in this one. Um, oh, yeah. It's just the entire fucking movie. Stalking you in the face. Uh, with- there are some like extended scenes not necessarily on like a let's unpack our feelings kind of way like they do in the first one and not necessarily in in like a sit in the silence kind of way. It's like you just have to watch them like clawing along the ocean floor for for two full minutes and and with the subtitles being like heavy breathing um or whatever Loud, you know what I mean yeah rushing water noises like okay, exactly yeah okay, um but, but like the fear in this one is so much more palpable because like you actually get to see the shark the whole time pretty much because the shark's fucking blind right and so mm-hmm. they have to just be quiet and the shark's just like right above them and they just have to be quiet and not move and then they're free from the shark but the shark is just always around okay here's where i'm gonna bring in uh the marine biology of it all um i read an article from the ringer um miles surrey wrote the article they were talking to dr steven kajura kajura um Apologies if I pronounced that wrong, but they're a professor at Florida Atlantic University's Department of Biological Sciences. Um, And they talked about like the sharks, like obviously this is fake. Those wouldn't exist. Um, But why wouldn't they exist? And like, what would be different? Blah, blah, blah. Um, And so the writer asked in this movie, it's implied the great whites had evolved over centuries surviving in the caves. Would this type of evolution be possible if hypothetically a group of great whites got trapped in underwater caves like what kind of stuff would happen and the marine biologist basically said um they would not have no eyes or like glazed over eyes like they do in the movie they would have really big eyes so that they could like process as much light as possible um wait and i'm picturing (laughs) i'm picturing like the new age beanie babies not the og the og shit's cute as hell they're doing too much these days to be clear what my stance is on beanie babies but the new age beanie babies where their eyes are like 90 percent of their whole fucking face like super kawaii shark with giant fucking eyes is that what you're saying is that what he's saying that's the only thing I can picture. Yeah, um, no, that's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, there are real species of marine animals called like shakes that are like shark cousins essentially, and they just live like deeper down, and they have like larger eyes to adjust to lower light levels further into the ocean. Um, but he's saying like clearly they base these off like blind cavefish, which are a thing, but they're really tiny because there's just not a lot of resources in caves. Um, and so, 
again, these wouldn't work. But also one thing he does say is, um, let me find it. Hold on. Yeah, because the issue with these movies are the sharks are not hunting visually. Sharks usually hunt visually, I guess. Um, but so these sharks, like, are they using their other senses, like hearing? Um, and and what this guy says is, um, oh, they're called skates. They're not called shakes. Um, skates, oh, I know about and, skates. Yeah, raising yeah. skates. But skates are in the... Like Ray family, I thought like manta ray. Blah, blah, I'm blah. not like I'm a not, guitar fish, that kind of thing. I think that's maybe thing. they're not shark cousins, and I made that up too. Um, no, I feel like they're related. They're cartilaginous or whatever. They got like cartilage shit. Anyway, I, I don't know if that's the word, but I love that. Ago, and Either we will way. continue to read the article and not go by what I'm saying. Continue. <laughs> hey, yeah. Um. Anyway, skates have electroreceptors. Um. And. So they can't see as much, um, but it's a non-visual sensory modality, which is effective in the dark. Um, but it basically also, if I'm understanding it correctly, like they can feel the changes in the water around them. Not like mm. quite echolocation because they don't have to like dolphin cackle or whatever. Um, but but like they dolphin can feel- cackle. <laughs> dolphins don't cackle, but I, I'm not- I like you, it. What would you call it? I would have just been like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> but that, so there you go. To be clear, <laughs> that's what you need. <laughs> um, but but so it says like, theoretically, were these sharks to exist, they would probably detect water movement, um, which doesn't make any sense in this movie because sometimes people stand still and they get eaten by a shark immediately. And sometimes they stand still and the shark passes right over them. But even when they're very still and the shark passes right over them, it's like little bubbles are escaping from their oxygen tanks 100% of the time. So it doesn't even make sense. It's going to hit the little tum-tum of the shark. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm going to be like, what was that? A little tickle? Sounds like dinner, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, I just real quickly... um, the the writer said in terms of pop culture sharks on a scale of one to 10, let's say Sharknado is a 10. How absurd would you say the blind great white cave sharks of 47 meters down on cage shark? And he said also a 10. Um, so <laughs> these are Sharknado level sharks, I guess. I love I do that. love a good Sharknado. And yes, that's what I'm looking for in this movie, frankly. So if you ask me, they nailed it. <laughs> no, I, I said in the last movie or in the last episode that I wanted it to be more like Sharknado. So I'm very happy to hear that this is 10 out of 10 as bonkers for this marine biologist. Also, I also want to say that cartilaginous is a fucking word and I checked. Amazing. <laughs> no, no, no. I was not trying to be like, you don't know the word. I was trying to be like incredible that, that you either know the word or that a substitute came to you so quickly and freely. Oh, no, I thought yeah, it was incredible. I, I didn't even think it. It just came out of my mouth. So wow. I learned something in high school. But yeah, wow. means made also, of cartilage, having a skeleton of cartilage. And also, Monica did go to marine biology camp. So yes, so did I. It, but I didn't know that. Let's or call it that. marine biology camp. <laughs> I like that better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that I love about Uh this movie Uh is it passes the Bechtel test. (laughs) Yes, it does. The last one. It passes it multiple, multiple times. Unless the shark's a man, in which case. No, the shark has evolved beyond gender. 
<laughs> this shark has evolved beyond sight and beyond gender. Like that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's a low bar is the thing the about the Bechdel the test. It's a very low four. bar. <laughs> and so many don't pass, but this one, like the four main people uh, yeah. are women. Like I like, you know what I mean? Like Yay! This is very. This is a big feminist movie. Yay! (laughs) But unfortunately, there are yay feminism. Fortunately, there are a few more men who are involved in the movie. But I mean, not totally. Yeah, but they all die. One of them is Grant. Um, They all die. (laughs) That's important. They do all die. Well, I mean, for we already know Ben's gone out the get go, and then we Mm -hmm. get. Uh, what's Carl. 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 Carl putting there. down his welding, whatever. He'd do out, be out there underwater soldering, which is would have been hot if he hadn't died right away afterwards. Um, but he gets absolutely obliterated and ripped to pieces. But I'm happy that he does because he gives us one of the scariest jump scares in the entire movie, which is when his ripped up fucking face comes <laughs> into the shot and ruins everyone's lives, you know? A clear reference to Jaws, the original, not necessarily the original, but the classic traditional shark movie when uh, Ben Gardner's head pops up in the boat. It's it's a clear, clear reference, reference, baby. And they then, said, we know who's the king of the genre. We get it ain't us. Know, sex in the city, Aiden, who is the daddy mm-hmm. of this movie. Can we just talk about this scene uh, as like a whole when they um they fight like they look they're looking for the dad they finally find the dad he's like why the fuck are y'all all down there but we have to escape and so he gets all four girls and himself up into where he descended down and he has a little climbing apparatus it's yeah, I'm like sender. Ooh, I'm like I'm ooh. not a climber. I don't know what this is. I do not know. Should the I get James in here? Right, James. <laughs> um, My roommate isn't into climbing, to be clear. <laughs> yes, and then, oh God, I'm having like PTSD just thinking about this scene. Oh yeah, so it's Daddy Grant tries to get them to be calm, but boy, it's hard to be calm when they're pretty blind sharks below your feet well there's only two there could be 40 you don't know yeah they don't know for every meter down there's a shark system is for every meter down there is a shark sharks down 47 sharks down but he sends alexis up first yeah alexa is going up first and and the way the ascender works basically is like you just like I, I don't know how to describe it. There's a little thing that helps you climb up by just like cranking it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's only- going up. She's on her way up. Um, and it's working. And everybody's like, yay, we're going to get out of here. Um, and that's actually when when the two sharks show up and, and shit fully hits the fan. Because um, for some people, survival instinct just kicks in. Nicole. Um, <laughs> 15 Stallone. <laughs> You know what? If she was the only one who survived, you guys would be so proud of her. You guys would be like, she did no. what she had to do. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Sometimes- because if she's the only one who survived, she's the only one who survived because she fucking killed everybody else. Because straight up, she's just like, I put my life 
as Sylvester Stallone's daughter above <laughs> all the rest of these bitches and just climbs Alexa's body and then just free arms it. Fucking free arms it. Like Very, an absolute beast. Like an absolute so, beast. She got that upper body strength. She got that the whole lady going that on. You would need to do that. Oh my God. Yes, amazing. But, but also your disregard for other people's lives you would have to have to do that. It's pretty strong as well. <laughs> and it's okay because uh, she gets yeeted off the cliff it's, because it's she doesn't. Okay. No, no. What she does is she breaks the only way for them to escape because she chose her life above everyone else. And then she almost makes it out, but she fucks it. And then she still <laughs> falls down. And because she falls from such great height she goes down down deep into the water the sharks are like i know what's up and then and they, they, have, a little, they have a little sistine stallone buffet a little sistine snack beautiful and yeah she gets ripped in half which i liked you know um after her transgression seeing her absolutely be put pulled into two pieces you know i was like fair <laughs> of all the deaths so far fair no it's not fair well I and mean, then, i'm and sorry then we are, i was mad at her no one deserves are, death in that way but also if you're gonna just sentence the rest of your group to death then you know karma. she didn't mean to she yes, just she did. Didn't get, yes, she did she, she did yes, she, she was did. gonna throw the send her down after her and be like bye fuck you guys she was just like no me first me first chelsea i hope and i'm ever in a life first. or death scenario with you because it is clear to me that you will put us all to death so you can escape <laughs> would i um do the same thing that nicole did murder yes. you no <laughs> Would I perhaps cause your death? Yes. Life instead of sacrificing myself for you? Maybe. Who knows how any of us would act in a life or death situation with two blind sharks waiting below from the 1400s? I personally <laughs> learned a lot You've been from such this an experience. Movie. I've learned. I'm just saying. I think in other horror films, sometimes a character has to leave somebody behind. Um, and, and we don't judge them every single time, you know, I just, I nope, just we don't judge them every single time, sometimes but you have time to we do. <laughs> was she being a little selfish bee? Yes, obviously. Sometimes selfish keeps you alive. I'm just saying there are, any one of them who survives is going to have survivor's guilt regardless. Oh, you baby? might as well be the one who survives. Chelsea, let me know that I will remember this conversation for the future. <laughs> <laughs> going into the ocean or into the woods with Chelsea. Yep. Ever. Gonna keep this Truly in noted. mind. Eyes on my own back. That's for sure. <laughs> it should be, perhaps, as it should be. But then <laughs> after the, you know, oddly satisfying death of Sistine. Uh, <laughs> We are lulled into a false security by Daddy Aiden himself because he's like, the sharks are gone. The sharks are gone. There's no way out. They uh, ate Sistine and so they are satiated for now. Right. Well, but they set off the like siren thing as yeah. well when they're freaking yes. out because the ascender has fallen in with 
Nicole, tragically. Um, and and for whatever reason, it is beyond the realms of possibility to use it like a little lasso and throw it back out and hook it onto something as though you were in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Um, that's where the Bugs Bunny came in, I guess. Um, but I just say soitenly all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 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 they're freaking out, being like, "Who's gonna find us now?" Um, and Alexa uses the little siren just to to express her inner freak out. But it scares the sharks away. The sharks go away, and they're like, oh, "We're safe for a moment. We've got to regroup and and reconvene and figure out our plan." Because now they've got to go back into the fucking caves. Um, and and tragically, and, that yeah. is when the worst happens. Grant's given a great plan wonderful plan he's like we're gonna do this because it's do or die baby and then you know what he dies <laughs> it's do or die and he and immediately, he does, immediately die. does die he does just get you know and it's not even that cool of a death he's just gone <laughs> he's just gone they take him down what have if, a big man um, snack what if nicole had finished climbing up and then used her clearly demonstrated upper body strength to pull them all up faster on the rope one by Kelsey, one. You guys why are, are you even saying that? Then, she, didn't do, you? she didn't do that. She didn't she do that. She might have when no, she, she reached the didn't top. Make she that could have. Choice, no, so we'll never she have the opportunity to, to make that choice yet. Chelsea. Just saying. Chelsea. The fans will be of the fans. The listeners will be on our side. You gotta put your oxygen mask on first on an airplane, you guys. That's not the same thing. This okay. If you're using that analogy, that's like I need all the oxygen, so I'm gonna rip out everybody else's oxygen mask so I can put mine on and I'll have the oxygen. Because otherwise, we won't. I won't have any. Because someone else like, might have some. <laughs> you're acting like there are four ascenders and she climbed her own and then cut the other three. That is not <laughs> the case. Her actions destroyed all of their chances to live. Her <laughs> actions killed Alexa. Okay. And I like Alexa. That is true. That is yeah. true. Yeah. Her actions murked Alexa, the cool and girl John who was trying Corbett. to make them. Yeah. Yeah. I cared about him a little bit less. Though they he probably would have died regardless. I mean, who knows? No, Alexa was going to live. Alexa was doing fine. She was listening to instructions. Not that I'm like, follow the rules. I'm not the rule follower here. Chelsea's the good girl of the pod, but I guess maybe not. (laughs) I guess maybe not. Sorry, my survival instincts are maybe better than yours. No, no, Um, no, no, no. no. I'm the outdoorsy one. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I could never be Nicole because I simply don't have the upper body strength or the core strength or or any kind of strength except perhaps lower body um but I just I just think who knows you know what I mean would have been a different movie who knows what you would have said in a different movie whatever I will who knows see this what now and move on. Said if, who knows? if the movie were different maybe what you're saying would be different if this if this was a different movie maybe we would be if it were a different movie, different. you might feel differently about that different movie Monica that's a fact Shit. you can't just do that I mean I can't I can't argue with that there's no way to argue with that <laughs> Three beautiful ladies. 
that's just that's how it works that's, that's, that's the reality that's if everything was different you know something might be different I'm that, that's, that's what i'm saying <laughs> okay um, but I mean, the rest of this movie is not that funny because <laughs> this is like, like leads in like, okay, it's been crazy. You just saw someone ripped in half. You just saw the hottie daddy die immediately. There's no hope, you know, but mm-hmm. they still persevere. Um, but you know what? No one expected what maybe we expected 20 more sharks. Maybe we expected Sharks that suddenly have big eyes instead, you know, like suddenly they listen to the marine biologist. But instead, what we get is a fucking underwater whirlpool that maybe takes you to the center of the earth. That's yeah, what, who knows where it goes? When we were watching it last night, I was like, this would be a great moment to pivot the entire vibe and make it a time travel thing. And they go down, the, <laughs> they go down the fucking whirlpool. They end up in medieval times. Maybe that's where the medieval fish came from. But actually, it's making a lot more sense now. Things are coming together actually, here in a really strong scientific way. Wow. Evidence back peer-reviewed stunning 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 um but no it's just a whirlpool that is i guess that happens in an underground is it a mayan temple or aztec temple i'm so sorry it's an underground temple temple. we'll fact check later Uh, the wikipedia page (laughs) i just don't know submerged mayan city Ah! ah okay you never know. But they play. Ha- there's a an IMDb trivia piece that is like, while they entered the city, there's a song um, by the an Aztec called like Aztec blah 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 something. So oh, you know, I shazammed that song during the movie. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> you know they they're they're kind of they're not being too serious here with 47 meters down uncaged about uncaged. Uh, like historical accuracy of the underwater temple but i mean maybe every underwater temple has a giant whirlpool to the center of the earth that kind of checks out for me indiana jones vibes adam throughout this entire movie was like it's not gonna be what you think it is it's not that there are sharks it's that the whole thing is like an indiana jones booby trap thing and everything that happens was planned by the ancient mayans to fuck up anyone who disrupted their beautiful temple as they should and i also i like to read it that way I mean, maybe. I, think I certainly a, a good point. think, um, you know, they had catacombs down there. It was like a very much a labyrinthine tunnel system. Um, I don't know that I buy into the booby traps element so much as um, you're designed to get lost in the caves if you so much as dare to enter the space that is not for you. Uh, you is know that I mean? not innately a booby trap? <laughs> You're making uh, a great point. That's uh, a great point. It's okay. all planned. It is booby trap. All singular. Booby trap. But- booby trap, booby traps. Either way, it's fucked. And the, the whirlpool is something no one would expect. Um, but the whirlpool does separate Mia and Sasha at first. And then Mia and Sasha and Alexa. Because love her, love Alexa, beautiful woman, but she does get yeeted by the shark. Um, when the shark comes and grabs your tank, you have to go with it. Cause there's just, 
There's no fighting a shark that big unless you can yank out its whole eyeball a la Mandy Moore from the dream sequence of the first film. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the, thing, the thing that is great about that scene is that Sasha gets sucked away by the whirlpool and you're like, man, that sucks. Sasha's that sucks a daughter. For her. And then nice. somehow slowly through five minutes of underwater crawling, heavy breathing subtitles, Mia and Alexa do make their way from one side of the whirlpool, like uh, along the sides of the cave to the other side of the whirlpool so that they can keep going. And that's where the fucking shark is. And it just gets Alexa's pack almost immediately. And it is it is the hardest death in this movie so because disturbing. honestly, it's like upsetting to watch almost because it's- she's trying to get away from her tank. She tries to get, and then she like ends up pulling off her tank because the shark has yeah, it and she there tries to swim else away could possibly but there, do yeah there's but there's also no no other air to breathe and there's she just no drowns and they show her face through every second of her drowning like you they show her scream underwater lose all her air then they show her fervently swimming without her flippers so she's not going to get very far. And then she realizes what's going to happen. And you can see it on her face. Incredible acting by Alexa. Okay. What's that actress's name? Brianne Jew. Brianne Jew. She is an incredible actress. Beautiful girl. Incredible eyebrows. And the eyebrows look great as she breathes her last breath, which is just of water. And she dies. And you watch the light leave her eyes. Literally, it's so fucked up. <laughs> so I was... I took a bathroom break during this scene because I didn't realize what was coming. Obviously, I was like, oh, we're going to spend another 15 minutes like crawling away from this whirlpool. I have plenty of time to go to the bathroom. And I missed it. And before recording this, Monica was like, you must watch this death. You have to watch Alexa die. Oh, yeah. Literally seconds before we started recording, I was like, watch this horrifying, disturbing thing. Cut it (laughs) off. No fun. Just the sad part. And then we... (laughs) I will say um Brianne is actually not one of the Nickelodeon actresses necessarily um she may have been on a little Nickelodeon potentially oh I guess she was in a few episodes of Cory in the house as well that's oh Disney channel um but she, her little sister was on a Nickelodeon show with uh Breck Basinger who plays the bully Catherine um but she's a little bit of a tiny horror actress she was in um that really bad hulu horror series light as a feather which i have watched all of but it is not good um and she's gay in it um cheers to that yeah she's in the new i know what you did last summer tv series that's coming soon she was in she's in the scream tv series which i have never watched but need to um and one of our pod friends uh caitlin riley i believe has a podcast about that show that i gotta tune into um or at least she's talked about it and and there's just she's got like quite the little resume you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like she she absolutely put her whole body into that death scene and it shows and like no wonder she's getting jobs you know what I mean but she's getting those jobs good for her because that shit was disturbing as fuck and it will stick with me especially because I watched it about 30 minutes ago (laughs) yes but I mean that that happens you're like all hope is lost everyone went down the fucking whirlpool of time and they're in the medieval era now no they're not 
they're actually okay. And they're at the bottom of the whirlpool. And somehow the bottom of the whirlpool was the secret to it all, all along, because it leads them to a tiny column of light where they can shimmy shake their little selves up to their rescue, right? As a giant chomping blind shark tries to eat their feet. Um, and you're not sure if it's going to happen. You're like, oh my God, they're stuck. Mia's foot gets stuck um, in her breathing apparatus because they have to take off their their um, tanks and their masks and everything as well, a la Alexa. And we're like, Alexa just did this and she died. Will they die too? No, Mia learned from earlier in the movie. She blows air out onto a rock and breathes it back in. Very genius. And you're like, wow, they're doing it. They make it to the surface. The movie's over, right? Everything's happy. No. Devin was one of our friends watching with us was like, haha, what if they just get eaten by a regular shark? And I was like, well, <laughs> guess what? Hold on for you. Hold on Give it 30 again. seconds, Devin. They pop out into this beautiful bay and they're like, wow, we're so happy. Let's figure out how to like crawl up this cliff. Of course, it's a cliff beach. Poor things. Um, it's absolutely fucked. And then they're like, oh, wait, we're swimming in the water. The water is kind of red. That's weird. And you look and it's the exact same glass bottom boat that they had tickets to that same day because it's the same day. It feels like you've been in this movie for 20 years because it's been so stressful, but it's only been a few hours and the boat trip they should have been on is still going down. And the bitch that pushed Mia into the pool at the beginning of the film is on that boat. So she's going to see you die. That's terrible. That sucks. And uh, they, of course, illegally chummed the water because they learned nothing from the first movie. So much illegal chumming. Well, I actually Googled this because I was like, is it illegal to chum the water? Like maybe it's only illegal when you're doing like diving in the cage. Um, And so perhaps it's not illegal here since they're uncaged. Um, There's something to that. I saw an article um, called on Earth Touch News Network about um, a great white shark that got stuck in a dive cage because humans chummed the waters. And then I was like, oh, I wonder where the first 47 meters down colon caged got their idea from because <laughs> that article is from 2016 and the first movie came out in 2017. Um, but uh, apparently this is something that occasionally happens um, because people regularly do chum the waters even though they're not supposed to and there's like a loophole where like if you put the chum in a bag um technically oh. you're not feeding the sharks the sharks no, just you're just illegally dumping them. um yeah but but you are allowed to use bait, but there's like certain regulations. So just mm. throwing chum in the water. I think if you're on a glass bottom boat, like maybe that would be okay. Um, I imagine this glass bottom boat looked pretty legit. Um, and so big. they probably follow the rules unlike the janky little boat we saw in 47 meters down colon cage. Um, and so I think it's gotta be okay it's here. bad I mean? news for the sisters though. But- <laughs> But frankly, also um, feeding wild animals is always going to disrupt the local ecosystem, etc. So, but yeah, but yeah, it goes, it goes really, it goes really wrong for, for Sasha. Really and wrong. Because they swim right through the chum before they go, uh-oh, um, and realize what's just happened. And, and there's like seven great white sharks and guess what so guys these <laughs> ones have eyes or well the other ones have eyes these ones are not blind yo 
and these girls get their shit rocked by like now not like modern day sharks modern day sharks not medieval not sharks. ancient not ancient sharks these sharks have all of their senses they're ready and and it's just unfortunate to see you know i would hate to be eaten at any time i would extra hate to be eaten with an audience and I would oh, hate the yeah. most to be eaten with the audience. And that audience includes my bully. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, that's just mortifying. They're like, but I also- have that dumb idiot Mia. She's going to get eaten by a shark. I pushed her in the pool earlier today. But I, I luckily, you know, the bully is not a horrible, heartless bitch and is shooken to her core <laughs> by these. Yeah, sites. like maybe that transforms her. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it seems like it does. <laughs> but, but, uh, to your credit of what you were saying earlier, this final scene is a demonstration of, um, I guess, what you think you should do, which is if you make it onto the boat safely and you are free of the sharks, but your sister is still in the shark infested waters, you should grab a flare gun off the boat, tell everybody else to get out of your way and then dive right back into those shark infested waters. Um, because- it's epic. <laughs> it, it is pretty epic. It is pretty epic. Nicole- would never have done no and i also never would do and you shouldn't either <laughs> don't dive into shark infested waters with a flare gun i don't think it's gonna go the way you think it's gonna go kudos to you if you would like to die by my side i am honored if i'm the one in the water but i would rather you survive from That's from so my perspective sweet. if i'm in the water would i love to be saved yes throw me the life preserver do not save yourself and then jump yeah. back in to certain death Wish that they had done anything with the life pre- life preserver. <laughs> There's like forty of them on the boat. They're just chilling. Could have been. Like they are helpful. just decor. <laughs> no, no, no. They're all from Home Goods. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, that life preserver. It's made of concrete, and I painted it myself. It's not actually a life preserver at all. But even that would have helped. They could have sh- fucking thrown it onto a shark, knocked it out cold. But they don't do that. But I did really like um, Mia's slow motion. Like well, they all get a slow hero. motion. Okay, but it's her, incredible. Her slow motion action hero yeah. shooting her gun, being like, ah, die, <laughs> That's my stepsister. That's not what she says. She just yells, I guess. Right. I wish she had said, fuck you, shark, or something like that. But it's a PG-13 movie. They're not allowed to say the F slur. They should get or one F word in a PG-13 movie. And that's where yeah. I would have used it, frankly. Yeah. Fuck you, shark bitch that's what you get the fuck away from my sister fire you know no but we didn't get that but we did get the slow-mo and it was sick and it kind of worked and punched him right in the fucking face saved sasha then she also gets yeeted by the shark once again there's multiple (laughs) sharks it could be another shark Uh, there's no way to tell and but she somehow survives as well and they're bloodied and they're ripped apart and it's very graphic, but they still have time to hug. Uh, and then the movie's over. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Their families are dead. Their friends are dead. And they have bodily injuries of unknown proportions, but they survived. Maybe if they don't die from blood loss, just or infection later. or infection. Yeah. You get bit by a sea lion. It can really fuck you up infection wise. So. I feel like sharks maybe are a little cleanlier than sea lions, though. Love a sea lion, though. 
But anyway, that's 47 meters down uncaged. <laughs> and, um, oh, I forgot about something that's very important. At the very end of this movie, after they hug, is the gayest part of the film. Uh, yeah yeah. i mean go straight into how could it be gayer it's already pretty gay because we don't have to feel bad about the stepsisters being mouth to mouth almost at the very end because they're not blood related and so it's fine for us to do this i think right yes frankly this is very um life with derek this movie you know what i mean the casey and derek of it all is is they don't get along they're feuding at the beginning somebody picks on one of them the other one goes hey i'm the only one allowed to pick on them like they're at first of all all four of the girls so unbelievably gay if you ask me uh nicole is on the she they non-binary lesbian pipeline um alexa pansexual uh sasha bisexual and mia a lesbian like that's just how i that's how i feel you know what i mean incredibly specific and incredibly accurate (laughs) yes and when i went back (laughs) and when i watched the beginning of the movie i was like honestly you could pair any single two pairings would be incredibly powerful because there are moments between all of them um but some of my favorite moments were in the beginning and that casey and derek moment i'm talking about when they first get to the glass bottom boat and Breck Basinger Catherine is like, you're here. Um, And Mia just stands there looking sad. And then Sasha's like, don't let her tell you what to do. And she just flips her off. And then the girls in the car also flip her off and Nicole kisses it for Catherine because she thinks Catherine is hot. And she says so at one point in the movie. This movie is gay. Okay, there's a lot of tension in between Sasha and Mia, including the end where they almost kiss. There's like moments between uh, Alexa and Mia. There are moments between Alexa and Sasha. There are moments between Alexa and Nicole. There are moments between Nicole. Like truly every single one of them, there is enough there to ship something if you'd like to. It is so gay. Any single pairing very gay unbelievably gay i totally agree and also as far as like sister sister here um daddy's dead so there's nothing tying them anymore (laughs) so it's fine (laughs) jennifer the mom along she's gonna be the mom for both of them from here on out so like thank god she tried to establish a connection with mia in the beginning yeah because like she that's the only parent parent um yes but yeah i mean like is it great that they're stepsisters? No, but I feel like um, the movie Love wanted us to go life. from, the, they keep in the beginning being like, we're not, she's not my sister, like a thousand different she's times. Not my like, sister, she's my sister, she's not girlfriend. my sister. <laughs> not in the beginning. Um, but Sasha even says, um, after after uh, Mia gets pushed in the pool and she comes home soaking wet and the dad is like, what happened? She says, somebody pushed her in the pool at school. It's no big deal. It's not my fault. Nobody likes her. Like they're really leaning into this. We hate each other thing. Um, and I think the, the, the journey and the through line to 47 meters down colon caged is supposed to be like sisters developing their relationship bonding moment. No, again, this is Casey and Derek. They're being like, that's not my sister because they're like, secretly, I have feelings. Um, and they <laughs> need it to not be their sister because secretly they have feelings. feelings. And so by the end, 
Um, I still think they're in the that's not my sister territory, and that's just because they, you know, to call you know, okay, there's specifically a Casey and Derek life with Derek scene where they say something like blah blah blah. I guess you're not the worst stepbrother or whatever and he's like I'm not your brother um she's like same difference um and but it's like this incredible tension where they're gazing into each other that's how I feel this whole movie that's how I feel this whole movie (laughs) I I always know that everyone said that about life with Derek but like I didn't watch all of it but like Oh, you didn't. Intense. You needed to watch one singular episode to understand. What I didn't the watch deal that was. episode. That's heavy-handed. <laughs> <laughs> if it's supposed to be the same thing, where they're like, "Yay, they're siblings." There's no longer a difference between step sibling and sibling. That's not what is being communicated. What is being communicated is that they want to emphasize that they are step siblings so that they can kiss. At the end of the day. They share no blood and so forth. Therefore, if they have a child, it will not be. But they are also two women. So at this point in. Uh, okay, well, I was talking about life with Derek still. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, way, uh, Casey and Derek no, and life with Derek. Look, there's no bad one of my favorite Degrassi fanfiction authors it. from middle school. Really? I didn't watch that much life with Derek, but one of my favorite Degrassi fanfiction authors wrote a lot of life with Derek fanfiction. And I said, I will read whatever you write, ma'am. Um, and so I read all of it and it's great. <laughs> the thing that Powerful. I'm so worried about now is that like last episode, we were a feet pick podcast and this, this episode, we're like a pro step siblings dating podcast. <laughs> Look, <laughs> like I very vehemently defended this at this point and I now like, I'm not going to step back from it, but I also, we need to move on before I say something more. <laughs> so where would, um. Our boy Matthew Lillard. Thank you, Sydney. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, He could be an underwater welder, maybe. Who knows? Uh, Oh, you know what? He should not be in this movie, but the reference to him in this movie should be. um, I don't. I don't remember seeing the name of the high school, but apparently. The high school was named like the Modine High School after the actor from the first movie. Um, his hold on, let me find it. Yeah, the Modine High School after actor Matthew Modine, who played like the boat captain in the first wow. in Forty Seven Meters Down: Colon Cage. Um, but if they had called it like the Matthew Lillard High School, <laughs> that would have been the moment. You know what I mean? Like that would really push this movie over the edge. Yeah, or if we know. do the between space and time because we do have a time traveling whirlpool in this movie so anything is possible Mm -hmm. like scream era matthew lillard as tall under water scuba man would always be good or carl the welder but like or he is age appropriate enough to be the dad i don't (laughs) want to recraft i don't want to recast grant because i like him he should be the guy on the glass bottom shark who chums the water Water. yes yes okay I can fuck with that that's funny can you imagine they just cut to and it's Matthew Lillard and he's just like throwing chum over the side of the boat that would be incredible and when we do our underwater ancient mosquito movie he's gonna have such a (laughs) type of cameo amazing yeah Oh, that's right. Also, the Underwater Ages Mosquito movie would really check out because I was like, underwater mosquitoes, but they do have their larval phase stage in the water, so it works out. But they'd only live in those little ancient air pockets, so you go up for a breath yeah, and you you're just breathing air- in mosquitoes. 
It would be just like in Valentine's where she has to go up to the jacuzzi cover, the holes they've drilled to get air out of those little holes. But instead, a mosquito just bites you all over your little face. God, I hate that. I hate that a lot. Anyway, I'll watch it, though, when you write it and direct it and star in it. And star in it. Oh, my God, I will star in it. I will cast myself as an actor, and then I will, um, I guess. Cast as Dean Stallone? Cast as Dean Stallone, but there can only be one survivor, and it, it will be her. It will be her. It would not be me. Frankly, between the two of us, she would she would leave me to die in the shark infested waters, and I would say, "Be well." Live your best life. <laughs> she doesn't have girl energy because she's not selfless. You know what I mean? So, I think in the real world, sometimes what you need to be the final girl is to not be selfless. No. Okay, actually, this brings me to my point because while we were discussing this movie. Um, at some point I eschewed my notes for this film. And do you know what notes I did pull up? My notes for Get Duked, because in that movie, they also leave one of their buddies behind and they just camouflage Ian and they leave him on the trail and they say, best of luck, Ian, goodbye. We will find you later if you are still alive. And I don't remember anybody calling them terrible in that movie. This is some uh, internalized misogyny, I guess. You just hate Nicole because she's a woman. Bruh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Chelsea, that is a reach. I yeah, that's such that a reach. She, li- they literally did shit to protect them, protect him. It wasn't the smartest idea. I agree. That was not good. But they went out of their way to like camouflage him. Lucas with his beautiful brain was like, let me put mud on your face. Like all the shit. He was protecting him as much as he could. And then they came back for him. Nicole was like, I don't care if I fuck you all she up. She might have I'm come back. We don't here. know. <laughs> they said, Nicole, you're breaking it. Nicole, it's breaking because of you. And she said, <laughs> like, Maybe Alexa should have let go. Alexa was, was in on a the harness. bottom at that point. Bro, Alexa was in a harness. <laughs> She was I just strapped don't know why you're in. so determined to you remember hate Nicole. I think part, she's an angel. Remember the part where she gets flipped upside down because of Nicole again? And she's like drowning <laughs> upside down and the shark almost eats her face because of Nicole again? Yeah, that That part. was true core strength when Alexa pulled herself out of the water truly just with the strength exactly. of her abs. Alexa, a queen who died because of Nicole. Moving on to dumb bitch. Nicole's the dumb bitch. No, I think this has been our dumb bitch discussion the entire time. Nicole's a dumb bitch. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'll also give <laughs> Chelsea's to Chelsea's Alexa face. being the dumb it's bitch. A tag team we love her. Like it was her idea to put yes. on the scuba tanks in the beginning. Was and it? again, she should have known that Nicole would not be satisfied with just that first room. She should never have entered this into the equation. You know what I mean? Because it was always going to go wrong. Um, I do think Nicole is the dumb bitch <laughs> because she's the one that antagonized the fish and then her butt knocked over the whole temple. And that is, you could argue, um, what what shook things up in the temple and allowed Literally. the ancient, <laughs> shook things up um, and allowed the ancient uh, medieval shark to find its way through. You know what I mean? Like maybe that uh, cleared 
a passageway that wasn't previously cleared because we know that Grant and Ben and Carl had spent plenty of time in this room previously mm -hmm. and in other parts of this temple previously and had no shark encounters. Um, so arguably whatever Nicole did is what released the sharks into the rest of the cave. Release um, the sharks. Release the sharks. Um, and so I will say for that, she is the dumb bitch. Um, tragically, yes. you can't sway me on my other point. You cannot, you can't sway me. Tragically, I appreciate your take is different. I hope we never find ourselves in a situation where one of us has to die because I don't know. I don't want to know how it's going to go. Um, but but I just think if she had survived, who knows? Who knows? If she'd gotten out of there fast enough, maybe things would have been different. Like I said, if this were a different movie, perhaps you would feel differently. If this was a different movie, if this, I if it were a different movie, if this were 47 meters down, uncaged, unabridged, I just want to say also, Undeterred. I just went back while I was being silent for that last period of time. It wasn't huh? me being salty. It was me watching the movie and uh -huh. it was Nicole's idea to go down in the caves. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, she is the dumb bitch. Alexa. Alexa was like, I, let's go to this watering hole. And Nicole's like, you guys, every I just watched it. You guys, everything we need is right here. I mean, we don't have fins because they don't have fins. <laughs> AKA flippers. Um, and it was Nicole's idea, so. The dumb Nicole. bitch was. She is the dumb bitch. I don't dispute that. I don't dispute that she's the dumb okay, bitch. I'm glad. Anyway. If it has to be one of them, it's for sure her. It goes to knives, knives out of five. So set the scene for us, Chelsea. What did the public feel about this film? Well, it's very interesting to me, actually, because um, this movie has 5.0 out of 10 on IMDb, but on Rotten Tomatoes, it got 45% from critics, which is rotten and not very good. And then audience gave it 68%, which is very, not very fresh, but pretty fresh, given that it's almost 70% and it's this movie that you just watched. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> you know what this is. We all know what this is. Mm -hmm. um, and it, and, and that's quite the disparity. So critics really said, boo. And audiences really said, I'd watch another. I'd watch 49 meters down. Okay. But where that's, is that's the third movie? The Yeah. I need a third movie right now. Like I'm I'd ready. Watch a third one. If it's nothing like the first one, I'd watch a third one. Yeah, yeah. Can't be like the first one. I don't want like a throwback where they're like, let's do it like the first one, but slightly different. No, no. I want sharks in space now. <laughs> I want them to go through the time traveling fucking whirlpool, end up in medieval times. They're wearing the the chain mail and they're also still being attacked by sharks. <laughs> no, no. They're just it. slowly sinking to the bottom of the ocean the whole time because they're in chain mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, but think about sharks in space. They still got to wear the big, pretty, like, masks to see their pretty eyelashes because in space you also can't breathe. Like, it's ideal. We could do some like Austin Powers shit, isn't it? Austin Powers where they have the laser sharks. Yes. Mm -hmm. I would like wow. to see that as well. You could easily, with the space idea, be like, the sharks, they must have evolved to be able to breathe into space, which is essentially what they do in this movie is, mm -hmm. is just the sharks. They must have evolved to see and survive in the caves. So I say, go for it. Let's um, go. 47 meters down um in space uh no no, no i like the unsomething theme um, you know what i mean let's brainstorm for a second unwatered 
on water <laughs> yeah it's in space it's not in water there is no water therefore unwatered unwater. we gotta find this, this is we're on the writer's room floor right now it's gotta be snappier sydney it's gotta be snappier <laughs> As far as their ratings, <laughs> um, right. I know, this I one, know, not the future one. Okay, go, Sydney. Okay. I can't say how I would rate it on a rewatch, but the first go around, this is a four out of five for me. <gasps> I may, and if I watch it by myself, maybe I'll hate it. Who knows? But the atmosphere, <laughs> the absolute hatred that I have of the first one. <laughs> This is a four out of five for me. I had the best time watching this movie. It was fun. It was stupid. It was everything that I wanted out of a shark movie with was more sharks and a gay bonded stepsister relationship. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm right there with you. I would say that it's hard for me. <sighs> I'm going to give it 3.999999999 because I love it like a four, but also like sometimes I'm snooty. And so here we are. (laughs) (laughs) But like, honestly, what a fucking blast. I loved it when we watched it and it originated our spooky crew. It will always have that special place in my heart because of that. But also it's just a fucking riot, man. It's a riot. (laughs) Like it's hilarious. You're underwater the whole time. So there's not a lot to see usually, but they give us shit to see like spooky statues under the water. There's also a part we didn't even talk about where like because it's like a, a a work zone, you know, they're like doing work down there, the dad and the two other dudes. Um, they like, you know, they're they're guys having fun on the job. So they've got some music. They've got they've got music, spooky music. It's not spooky music, it's like some dad rock, but it's like spookily playing through the speak this underwater speaker like under the water and it's like like they hear that and they they go with that and I, I don't know I thought that was really cool um like I didn't expect to have underwater music it, that wasn't like you know done it you know so I liked it um and you know blind sharks that can travel through space and time that was really cool too I loved that aspect of it medieval aspects didn't expect it love to see it um everyone was hot and uh the gay vibes were there so like definitely 3.9999999 can't wait to see the third one in space with lasers yeah I mean I think um when I was introducing shark two weeks maybe or when I was introducing this movie or when I was introducing the first movie I don't remember when um but I think I said the 47 meters down colon caged is more of a real movie and I stand by that because it was like really trying to be something you know and trying to be serious and taken seriously mm-hmm. and it did well in the box office um in the sense that shark movies are pretty much always a good bet so the first one they had like a five million dollar budget and they made like 62 million dollars which is pretty great and then this movie they had a 12 million dollar budget which is perhaps why they were able to be like we will cgi 14 sharks and also a whole underwater city um they just they didn't and also um, they got these baby little actresses where who they probably did not have they gave all of their money to john corbett probably in terms of casting um but but this movie made like 46 million which is still a pretty incredible turnover um i just think they had better resources for this movie, but they also said, do you know what? 
people liked about that first one, just the last bit. They didn't like the serious yeah. parts of the movie. They liked the absolutely insane parts of the movie. And so we will give them a completely, totally insane film. Yes. Same director, same writers. Just absolutely nailed it on the second go round. They said, we've taken your notes. We've taken your feedback. And here's what we have given you a present. Um, the okay. sister who gets swept away does actually return. You think that they're going to survive. They just barely do. And then they really actually get to survive. Like everything that you wanted and they tore away from you at the last moment in the first movie, they do deliver on in this movie. And then also it is so gay. It is so gay. Is the writing good? So Not really. Mm. Am I asking it to be good? No. Oh. And so for that, I will be giving this movie like a 4.3 knives out of fives. Beautiful. Beautiful. And shockingly, that is the conclusion of Sharky Two Weeks. Excuse me, Shark Two Weeks. <laughs> Sharky Two's Weeks. But Sharky Two's Weeks will live on in our hearts forever. And on the internet. And on the internet forever. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but that brings us to our next film. And I don't know what it is. So one of you tell me. <laughs> so next week, we are watching another 80s slasher camp whodunit murder, <laughs> uh, Sleepaway Camp, which I've seen it. Uh, neither of you two have seen it. And I'm, I'm a little nervous about this one. I love it. Uh, <laughs> can't wait to see y'all's... Uh, Ooh. <laughs> just based on how scared you are to tell us about this film i'm have absolutely no idea what i could possibly expect i need uh, to, to fully go in blind on this movie don't read okay. anything about it don't watch a trailer i wasn't uh, on it i like to go, go in go in blind on this one okay. i'm because, terrified <laughs> because when i first watched it i i actually had somebody on like a dating site recommend it to me because I was always like what's your oh. favorite scary movie you know oh, like straight <laughs> um, they recommended me that one and I was just like okay I'm going to immediately watch this and I had a great time and then I was like oh shit oh shit wow so we will experience be experiencing something brand new next week so <laughs> tune in <laughs> um if you liked what you heard this week if you love sharks if you think Nicole was a bitch, you should give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't think that and you agree with Chelsea somehow, well, let's talk, but uh, please give us a five-star review. Also, you should follow us on all our social media at spooky underscore Tuesday. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we're also at spooky Tuesday pod on Facebook and Tumblr. Thanks for listening. Oh, bye, Spooky. Oh, bye. Spooky Tuesday was created by Monica Height, Sydney Thompson, and Chelsea Duff, and edited by Sydney Thompson. Our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to Tamara Simons, who you can follow on Instagram at Captain Tamara. And our podcast art is by Mary Murphy, who you can find on Instagram at the underscore moon underscore OMG. Look, I know you and Sasha have a hard time sometimes, but we're family. She's not my sister.